This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, we can all find inspiration in odd places and under stressful times sometimes. And uh, I found some last night. A Loudoun County school teacher you may have heard about who's finally decided to take a stand and recognize the fact that, you know, talk is great, but action matters. The do matters. We can talk all we want, but if it doesn't motivate people to do something, it's irrelevant. I've got that. I want to address the real reason Andrew Cuomo was let go. That's important. The importance of primaries after yesterday. Uh, PolitiFact blowing it again. And Dr. Fauci's tyranny just growing and growing and growing. Loaded show. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Keep your online activity free from prying eyes. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've also got at the end the New York Times busted in an opinion section promoting fake science. Not the scientific method at all. Pretending it's real science on masks. It's actually quite hilarious because they acknowledge in the piece, whether they know it or not, this is fake science and we hope you're too stupid to pick up on it. As I said, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? It's really not incognito. Your activity can still be available, uh, invisible to your employer, school, your internet service provider. It's not incognito mode. To really stop people from, uh, from looking at the sites you visit online, do what I do, get a VPN, go to ExpressVPN. Think about all the times you use Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, hotel, your parents' house, whatever it may be. If you don't have ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the administrator of the network, even when you're in incognito mode. I mean, you really want your parents seeing what you're looking at at the house, the hotel folks? No. What's more, your home internet provider can also see and record your browsing data. And in the U.S., they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. No good. ExpressVPN is an app. Encrypts all of your network data, reroutes it through a network of secure servers, so your private online activity stays just that, private. ExpressVPN works on all your devices. It's super easy to use. It has one button. You tap it to connect. Your browsing activity is insecure from prying eyeballs. Stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Bongino and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino to learn more. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. Well, Joe, it was a lot yesterday. Joe's, yeah, saving <laughs> Joe's up. only got a certain amount of energy for the week. He's got to distribute <laughs> it evenly amongst the five shows. Very good, Joe. Good to see you. All right. Hey, listen. So the, the, just on the Andrew Cuomo thing, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it because what I said earlier in the week and last week still applies. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a distraction. The Democrats found Andrew Cuomo useful. They found him useful when he was the darling of the media during the coronavirus crisis. Why did they find him useful? Who was the president? Donald Trump. The Democrats needed, and the media, I mean, it's the same thing. The Democrats and the media, they needed a foil for Donald Trump. They had to say, look how awful Donald Trump is. He's so terrible. Therefore, we have this guy, you know, a foil, right? The foil effect. You put a diamond on a really dark background so that you can see the luster more. You know, colors look brighter if there's a certain foil to them, right? Well, that's what happened. They needed a foil. The foil, of course, had to be a Democrat because the media are Democrats. So they picked the guy with the second highest death rate per capita in the entire country, Andrew Cuomo, who stuck sick patients in a nursing home and had, and they were killed. They died. And shockingly, the media made this guy a cultural icon. He was, he was literally given an Emmy. This failure of a human being. They needed a foil. Once Joe Biden secured the presidency, don't you find it odd that that's when all of these surface, all these charges surfaced? Folks, the charges against Andrew, Andrew Cuomo and his gropiness and all this other stuff, these are years old. They're years. You understand that, correct? I know you do. You're smart, unlike the liberals watching the show. So why did they only surface after Joe Biden won the presidency? Because Andrew Cuomo was no longer useful. They thought, oh, Joe Biden won. We're good. We're golden. 
Why did they only surface afterwards? Well, that's why. He had worn out his usefulness. They didn't need a foil anymore. And the progressives who hate Andrew Cuomo in New York, yes, true, because they, this is laughable, they believe Cuomo's too much of a moderate, said, this guy's not useful anymore. We don't need a foil for Trump. He's not progressive enough. Get him out of here. The corrupt attorney general from New York, Letitia James, who's advertised her corruption by claiming during our campaign videos that she wanted to go after Donald Trump, despite not having any evidence Donald Trump and his organization committed any crimes. She was looking for a crime to fit a person, not a person to fit a crime. Letitia James is the one all over. Her fingerprints are all over this Cuomo investigation. She's going to run for governor herself one day. She wanted to get rid of this guy. There's a history in New York of doing this. now. Why did they need to get rid of Cuomo? Cuomo, not to mention he was an obstacle to their progressive agenda. He'd worn out his usefulness. But there's one more thing. Cuomo's nursing home policy of putting sick patients in nursing homes that later got people killed, thousands. The Democrats did not want any attention on that. Therefore, they pressured him to get out before that scandal grew. That is a huge scandal, too. But why? Why is that a huge scandal above and beyond what happened with Andrew Cuomo? I had Ned Ryan on my radio show yesterday. A lot of you listen to both, so I I don't typically play cuts from one on the other. But this is important. It's about 45 seconds. Ned Ryan, who's a really great guy, good conservative activist, was on the show and said, hey, here's the real reason they got rid of Cuomo on the nursing home thing, because they're afraid other people may be impacted too. Check this out. If they'd gone after the rest on policy, that would have implicated Governor Whitmer in Michigan and, and Wolf in yep. Pennsylvania, Murphy in New Jersey, yep. all these guys. So what do you do? You take him out over the sexual harassment, and it was a political hit job. I mean, they were using this. He gave them the rope. They used it. But, you know, A.G., James, and others, they, some, they want somebody else in the governor's mansion in 2022, and they saw an opportunity. They took it. You hear it, folks? Ned Ryan. One of the most astute observers of the political scene. You hear what he just said? I hope you did, because if not, let me say it for him again. That is why you're not hearing about the nursing home thing, and you're hearing about the creep. He's always been a creep. The guy, he's a gropey guy, okay? He's always been a creep. You're hearing, you're not hearing about the nursing home stuff, because then Whitmer goes down, the governor of Michigan, Phil Murphy in New Jersey goes down. This is all, it's just always a scam with these people. Wolf in Pennsylvania, I forgot to throw him in. I was on the radio show yesterday. That's why they need to get rid of this guy. They don't care about these women. They don't care about the groping either. These charges happened years ago. Everybody knew about them. Folks, none of this is new. So why didn't they care about the women two years ago? Believe all women just now, not two years ago. Is it? Why is there always an asterisk, by the way, to believe all, believe all women, except when they accuse Joe Biden? Remember Tara Reid? Believe all women. But only believe them after someone's politically useful and you feel like you've won the presidency. Then move. What? There's always an asterisk next to these things. Always. You can't say believe all women, but only believe them when it's convenient for us. They got rid of this guy because they don't want the nursing home policy to get out into the public because Governor Whitmer from Michigan, Wolf from Pennsylvania, and Murphy in New Jersey, all liberal, far-left, radical Democrats, excuse me, did the exact same thing. This is all a distraction, all of it. Moving on. I promised myself you will not spend more than seven minutes on this. Boom, done, moving on. Now you know the real story. Hey, action matters. I opened up the show with and kind of the tease in the opening block. There are no easy answers to how to fix this country. Everybody telling you there's some simple solution that's not going to involve any sacrifice, any financial pain, any potential reputational damage is lying. It's lying. The Democrats have spent, the radical leftists have spent 50, 60 years dismantling this country through a social welfare state, implementation of CRT-type agendas and critical theory agendas, uh, you know, instituting racial animosity in the country so they could take advantage of the power vacuum created when they get people to hate one another. Uh, they've waited for a crisis like the coronavirus forever to use it to leverage an expansion of government power. We were never going to change all of that with a couple simple voting cycles and a campaign sign. I know you understand that. But there was always going to be some sacrifice here. I can't emphasize enough Something I try to incorporate into every speech I make out in public. I'm an activist first. All the other stuff is second. 
And it's this, the do matters. Doing stuff matters. The do matters. The talk part is great. It's necessary. But it's the do. The talking and the speeches have to motivate action. Again, I don't speak with forked tongue, folks. I left my job in the Secret Service. I can't say it enough. It's not to impress you at all. A lot of you have taken on far, far greater sacrifices than that. I just don't want you to think I'm sitting back in my chair. Oh, I'm not doing anything. No, I did. I did it three times. It didn't work out. I don't regret it. But we have to do something. Something has to be done. Here, we all find inspiration in strange places, right? Sometimes and in odd times and in times of crisis. Little inspiration yesterday. We're all going to have to make sacrifices. Here's video of a Loudoun County school teacher, Loudoun County, Virginia, which is trying to impose some ridiculous transgender policies critical race theory policies, and the Loudoun County, Virginia parents have said enough, not today, not tomorrow, next week. We are done with you buffoons. This is our country. Let's start acting like it. It's our county. It's our state. You work for us. It's not a campaign slogan. It is a fact. Loudoun County school teacher last night at the school board meeting quits in front of everyone. Gave up her job. Gave up her job, was willing to make an actual sacrifice because she understands action matters. She was not going to teach any of these policies that violated her faith and her religion. I want you to listen to this. This is very inspiring. Check this out. Within the last year, I was told in one of my so-called equity trainings that white, Christian, able-bodied females currently have the power in our schools and that, quote, this has to change. Clearly, you've made your point. You no longer value me or many other teachers you've employed in this county. So since my contract outlines the power that you have over my employment in Loudoun County Public Schools, I thought it necessary to resign in front of you. School board, I quit. I quit your policies. I quit your trainings. And I quit being a cog in a machine that tells me to push highly politicized agendas on our most vulnerable constituents, the children. I will find employment elsewhere. I encourage all parents and staff in this county to flood the private schools. And they cut her off, of course, because we have tyrants and totalitarians in charge and grotesque people with not an ounce of dignity or morals. They cut her off. That's that sound at the end. Because they think they can. And they think they can because they think you'll let them. Folks, because I just said to you that the do matters and talk is cheap, I would feel hypocritical myself if I didn't give you some kind of a plan. Some kind of a plan to take back our schools. It's very specific and gives you action items as well. I had to remove my daughter from a school. I, uh, folks, again, I've done, I'm not, I swear on my life, I am not trying to impress you. I just don't want you to think that I'm one of these talk show guys that sits in his chair on his, your fat, goofy rump and talks a lot and doesn't do anything. I had a beef with a school my daughter went to, had to pull her out, had to make a point. When that point was made, sent her back. And I'll do it again. Here's this four point plan. A call to action to do because the talk is cheap. We have this school teacher who took a stand and did something. I need you to do one of these four things, if not all four as well. You want to take back the schools? The answers aren't easy, but they're there. Number one, your kid pushes, uh, your school pushes mask mandates, critical race theory, uh, ridiculous uh, transgender nonsense you don't agree with. Pull your kids out. Pull them out. I, I, I know it's hard. I get it. I understand. You're going to get some pushback. Mom, dad, I have friends. I heard the same stuff. You need to explain to them that there are bigger things than a small social network. And if you're your friends, that doesn't depend on the school. It depends on your relationship. Yeah, but my kids, they may not get a recommendation to a college. Again, I... I'm not lecturing anyone. I know you all have taken on far greater sacrifices than me. But to people on the fence, you have to ask yourself, what's your priorities right now? Is it to save your country, the school system, to preserve some kind of a sense of, of, of uh, you know, collective identity in the United States? Or do you... 
or do you not? Does it matter more to get a recommendation to college? I'm, I'm hard. They're hard questions. I'm sorry, but they're real questions. Pull your kids out. Your kids should not be in public schools that are looking to destroy your kid's life, destroy your kid's prosperity, and destroy this country. Number two, to the teachers out there being told to teach critical racism theory, teaching kids to be racist, transgender ideology that conflicts with your faith, you must resign. You have to resign. You have to resign. I had to resign my job once. It sucked. It was really hard. It was a decision we took a long time. It wasn't easy. I don't expect you to make it lightly. I don't expect you to make it overnight. It cost me a lot of financial hardship for a long time. When you nearly miss a mortgage payment and a doctor tells you you need braces on your kid's teeth and you don't have the money, it was tough. You know, when you're used to having a steak once in a while and all of a sudden you're like, I don't really have the money for that. It was tough. It wasn't life-changing. It wasn't dramatic. No one starved to death. No crying about it, but it was tough. But I'm not here to give you easy answers. I know they're the right ones. Pull your kids out and to the teachers out there being forced to do this. Resign. Third, it's time to do what we did in the state of Florida. Push your school boards immediately, immediately to issue school vouchers to anyone, any parent who feels like their faith or their, 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 best, uh, their, their best medical uh, analysis based on their, their, uh, their, uh, their, their, their speaking with their doctor about what's best for their kids is being violated by mandates. Pull your kids out of the school. Demand your school boards and your state provide vouchers so you have a choice. It's your money. It's your money, not theirs. The people who, who finance these public schools are not private entities. They are you. It is your money. You have the right to take your money and send your kid to a school that comports with your values, period. Four, we have to start imposing real material losses. I cannot say this enough. Real material losses on our political, ideological, anti-American opponents. They have done it to us. I know it doesn't sound good, but it's true. They have done it to us forever. How do you do that? Fox News story, you see Ron DeSantis, great governor of Florida. He's education uh, school boards, superintendents want to push unconstitutional mask mandates. Ron DeSantis puts Broward County School Board on notice. Curb the mask mandate or lose your paychecks. Simple as that, folks. Pull your kids out. Teachers should leave, push for vouchers, and fourth, real material losses. You want to push this stuff? You ain't getting a paycheck, period, full stop. Thank you. Have a nice day. All right, moving on. Speaking of, you know, rhinos and action, it's primaries have never been more important. We saw it as of yesterday. You know what? Let me get to my second sponsor. I want to get to this because this is important. The importance of primaries has never been higher on the totem pole of priorities than right now. Primaries. We are getting bad candidates. The Republican Party is broken, not because of you, but because of the people stealing its banner, running as rhinos, Republican and, uh, Republicans in name only, and destroying and decimating our party. Remember the golden rule. Most Republicans on Capitol Hill are really Democrats. No Democrats are really Republicans. All right. Whew. That was a fiery. I'm upset about this, as you can imagine. Been active, been active local too. The town commissioners of my town. I had it again with these tax hikes. They can't. I. You got to take it to them every time. Hey, Omaha steaks. They taste delicious. We're an Omaha steaks household. We eat it as often as possible. It's nothing like an Omaha steaks or uh, or a burger on the grill with those grill lines. Incredibly, uh, the food is fantastic. Huge fans. My kids love the caramel apple tartlets. They have an amazing limited time offer for my listeners when you go to omahasteaks.com and enter the code Bongino into the search bar. You'll be able to order a summer grill pack for just $99.99. You're not going to find a better deal anywhere. Your order will include eight filet mignon burgers. These burgers taste like a steak on a bun. They're ultra lean, and they pack a bold, intense, beefy flavor. Absolutely free. They're delicious. These are delicious burgers. The flavor is mouthwatering. I put a little uh, the seasoning on there. Fantastic. Don't wait. Order today for your next summer barbecue. For just $99.99, you'll get 28 of Omaha Steaks' favorite entrees. Four bacon wrap fillets, four premium boneless chicken breasts, 
four boneless pork chops, eight gourmet jumbo franks. My kids love those too. Plus the all-time favorite made from scratch, Amelia's favorite caramel apple tartlets. Sometimes my mother-in-law fleeces them from the freezer downstairs. We stick them in the freezer if we don't know if we can't eat them right away. Omaha Steak Signature Seasoning Packet as well, and eight free filet mignon burgers for only $99.99. It's an incredible offer at 59% savings. These packages are selling out fast. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. You, my mouse, what you see? Use keyword Bongino and order a summer grill pack today. That's omahasteaks.com. Enter keyword Bongino for a 59% savings and eight free filet mignon burgers. Don't wait. Delicious stuff. All right. So the importance of primaries. Action matters. The importance of primaries for you to run, the real conservatives out there, and to get these phonies out of there has never been more important than now. We are losing our country, and I don't accept losing it. I'm sorry. This country's been touched and blessed by the hand of God. I have no doubts. We've been in worse places before, and we've always come back. I'm not giving it up. There's nowhere else to go. Where are you going to go? Listen, I love my Canadian friends. Are you going to go to Canada? Where are you going to go? Mexico? Ecuador? Russia? Where are you going to go? We got to save this place. It's our home. We built it. It's ours. But we're never going to save it with fake Republicans in there. It is time to get these rhinos out. Here are the 19 rhinos, fake Republicans, that supported the $1.5 trillion, totally unfunded, debt-laden, fake infrastructure bill that uh, provides millions to study weeds on the side of the highway. Yes, that's right. And by the way, has CRT, critical race theory, nonsense in it and principles. Don't let them lie to you like Bill Cassidy did. Here are the 19 Republicans. Are they one of yours? Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, the dreadful Bill Cassidy one of the most liberal members of the Senate, Susan Collins, Kevin Kramer, Mike Crapo, Deb Fisher, huge disappointment there, Lindsey Graham's to be expected, Chuck Grasley, another disappointment, Shelley Moore Capito from West Virginia. That's a pretty, uh, uh, a pretty Republican state. She doesn't care. John Hoven, North Dakota, another pretty Republican. He doesn't seem to care much either. McConnell, no surprise there. Lisa Murkowski, who I don't even know why she pretends she's a Republican anymore. Rob Portman, he doesn't care. He's leaving. James Reich from Idaho, I guess he doesn't care much either anymore, even though he's from a conservative state. Mitt Romney, he's really a Democrat, no surprise there. Dan Sullivan from Alaska, just another disappointment. Tom Tillis, always a rhino from North Carolina. And Roger Wicker from Mississippi. We don't have this money, folks. 19 Republicans are going to give Joe Biden an epic media moment for a signing ceremony. And believe me, this is not about the politics of the signing ceremony. That's bad enough. But that the Republicans are playing along with the mathematically certain bankruptcy of the United States if we don't turn this around for a bill with CRT type, uh, uh, type ideas and bedrocks in it that has a potential mileage tax in there at the end that forfeits over money for weeds on the side of the road is who are these people who are, why are we voting for these people? Can someone please plaster these 19 rhinos and their faces all over signs all throughout the counties they, uh, and the States they're in. Here's the biggest rhino of all just a, I mean, a disgrace to the Senate at this point. U.S. Senator Bill Cassidy, MD, MD, another one. The guy's a medical doctor. An embarrassment to the medical profession, too. By the way, on my radio show later, I'll have uh, Moon Griffin, a, a, a local radio host in Louisiana, who's as frustrated with Bill Cassidy as I am. Here's Bill Cassidy from a Republican state. This is him the other day justifying the Biden $1.5 trillion bankruptcy bill, the fake infrastructure bill. This guy is allegedly a Republican. It's not a, he, he says this with a straight face. Bill Cassidy, MD. He tweeted out, this is about the infrastructure bill. He said he's trying to debunk myths. He says, third, critical race theory is not in this bill. Never has been. Equity is not a catchphrase for CRT. Language in the bill does not change current anti-discrimination laws at all. This guy is the biggest fake out there. So now he says, oh, no, these critical race theory components aren't in there. Then he goes on. And keep this up. He goes on to say, I'm going to cover two. He, he, a lot of his debunking was debunked immediately because he's a liar. He's a discredited liar. You're better off with a Democrat. At least they'll be honest with you rather than this fake. He says, fourth, 
There's no mileage tax in this bill. What you're hearing is about a study to figure out if this tax would be possible for issues like electric cars on our streets without paying the gas tax like the rest of us. It does not implement a new tax. No, no, it just implements a study to get us to a new tax. Oh, thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. Thank you. Okay. Um, Hat tip was at Christopher Rufo, who within seconds debunked Bill Cassidy's utter stupidity. There's no critical race theory type components in this bill. Here's the actual bill. Here it is right there. Digital equity. The term digital equity means a condition in which individuals and communities have the information technology capacity needed for full participation in the society and economy of the United States. Digital inclusion. And it goes on to describe that. Basically, folks, they're not talking about equality. They're talking about equity, which is what? Which is a critical theory, critical race theory tenant. Equity is not equality. There's a reason they use the term equity. Equity is based, so you understand, because Bill Cassidy is not stupid. He's an MD. Bill Cassidy is a phony and a fraud and a liar. There's a difference. Bill Cassidy's not dumb. Bill Cassidy knows that equity is liberal buzz terminology for disparate impact, meaning if you implement a policy that has no racial intent whatsoever, and that policy affects people differently of different racial groups, which a lot of policies do. There's nothing to do with racism at all. People respond to different incentives and disincentives. If it affects racial groups differently, no matter what, then that's not equity. Forget about equality. The bill and the law may have been equal. Didn't affect racial groups differently. They responded differently, and there's different outcomes. So the bills then deem racist, because of disparate impact. Bill Cassidy knows he's just a liar and a fraud and a fake. He's a fake and he's a cocky, arrogant one too. Louisiana, seriously, if this guy makes it past the primary, you are almost, I would never vote for a Democrat in my life, you're almost better off with a conservative Democrat than this clown. He's that much of a joker at this point. You want to give me an example of disparate impacts? I, I feel like I don't want to leave you out there hanging. Say you institute some housing policy that houses have to be a certain height in a county. They can't be above a certain height, say 21 feet, and plots can be no, low, no more than three acres. Just, I'm just for a second, just play the game. No more than 21 feet a home can't be on a plot bigger than three acres. That's the whole bill. Passes in, say, Texas. Is that racist? Serious question. Is it racist? There's nothing in there about race at all. It's a simple housing home restriction, zoning requirement, whether you agree with them or not. Well, if in that community, let's say 60 white families move in, 20 Hispanic families, and then the rest are, say, uh, Asian families, and just 1% happen to be black. What the Democrats do is they come in with their equity term, and they say, well, even though the law had no racist intent, only one out of 100 families that moved in were black. They have no idea reason why those families moved in. None. Well, that family, none or didn't move in. But they say the impact was disparate on the black community. Therefore, that's a racist policy. You should be sued. That's equity versus equality. Bill Cassidy knows that. Bill Cassidy knows it's in the bill. Bill Cassidy's just a liar because that's what Bill Cassidy does. And I'm sick of rhinos and squishes. They're ruining our party. The guy's a disgrace. And you don't like being a public figure, Bill? Go back to being an MD. Takes a lot to get into medical school. Clearly, it doesn't take a lot to get into Congress. A dunce this guy is. And by the way, by the way, another thing he promotes in there, Bill Cassidy's, oh, this bill's paid for. It's not paid for. There's a story in Breitbart right there. Can you read? Are you always this stupid? Breitbart, Penny Star. Democrat infrastructure bill would increase deficits by $256 billion. It would actually increase it by more. That's a low-end figure. By the way, that's the CBO's own scoring of it, the Congressional Budget Office. The Democrats, like Bill Cassidy, swear by. He's just lying. The man thinks you're an idiot. There's no CRT in it. Equity-based digital inclusion. That's CRT. There's no tax. No, no, there's only a study. For a tax. If there's not going to be a tax, why are you studying to get the tax in there? He doesn't want to tell you that. The bill's paid for. It's not paid. You're just a liar. 
You're just a liar, and so are the other 19 rhinos we mentioned. Cassidy just happens to be the most vocal out of those other ones. Tillis, others, they're all an embarrassment. And a total embarrassment. Murkowski. Kelly, was it? Kelly Chewbacca up there? Uh, uh, she's the one. You got to get get this Murkowski out of there. What a disgrace. All right. Um, let me do my third sponsor. I'm going to get to PolitiFact because I want a motor. This is hilarious. The story I got coming up for you is <laughs> priceless. You, just, I'll leave it with a question, and I'll get to it in a second. If you're a liberal watching my show, I know you do. I know, like, the media matters. People, they, they get paid to sit around and watch my show all day. So uh, good to see you. Get the point. Good. To, always great to have you on board and you're reporting. The free promotion for us is absolutely terrific. The leftists who watch you, you still believe fact checkers? That's hilarious. I've got whatever showing you how ridiculous the so-called fact checking business has become. This may be the worst one we've seen yet. All right, quick. Hey, I'm partnering up with uh, Vincero once more, and I'm always excited to have him on board. This is my uh, Vincero Altitude. Love it. I also got my Chrono S right here. These are beautiful watches, the best in the business. Listen, they know how important it is to look and feel your best Vincero. And they're here to help you keep uh, feel good wherever you go and look good, especially right now, getting out again. And Vincero has a massive anniversary, and they're gearing up for their biggest sale of the year. Vincero is the premier maker of men and women's lifestyle products. Sunglasses, wallets, watches, and jewelry. All fashionable, awesome to look at, great prices too. Right now is the perfect time to shop Vincero. They're having a big anniversary celebration. It'll be the biggest sale of the year, but the biggest sale also in Vincero history. Up to 25% off site-wide. Don't wait. Get this one. Not going to find a better looking watch out there. The Vincero Altitude Blue Face Brown Band. I have it on right now. You will not be able to get a Vincero watch at a more affordable price outside of the sale. They have a brand new anniversary automatic watch they just released. I got mine from Vincero. Go get yours today. No code required. Your discount will be automatically applied at checkout. When you pick up one of their watches or sunglasses, you immediately know how you got more than you paid for. It's the best value for your money, guaranteed. That's why they offer a five-year warranty and a 365-day return policy because they stand by every single product they make. Head on over to VinceroCollective.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O, VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino. No codes required. Discount automatically applied at checkout, but only if you access the sale by going to this website, VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino. Everything on the site's up to 25% off, no exclusions, including sunglasses, wallets, and bracelets. Go to VinceroCollective.com slash Bongino and check out Vincero's big sale today. You won't regret it. Look at that. Nice. All right. You still believe the fact checkers? That is hilarious. I'm waiting for like a Joker laugh on that one from the uh, Joaquin Phoenix movie. You really believe these buffoons? This is an easy one. I'm going to spend a lot of time on it. But I always like exposing the fact checkers for who they are. Democrat clowns who, uh, you know, the fact that Facebook and others that use these people to moderate their platforms is, is <laughs> it's really like a two-bit comedy act here. So PolitiFact by the Pointer Institute, another failed joke of an institution. They fact check Ted Cruz. Remember the coward Democrats that fled the state to avoid voting on the voter integrity measure? Well, Ted Cruz said, and I quote in PolitiFact, there is clear legal authority to handcuff and put in leg irons legislators that are trying to stop the legislature from being able to do business. He stated that on July 13th in an interview, Ted Cruz. In other words, these legislators that fled, they can be arrested. The legal authority's right there. Well, if you'll notice, PolitiFact said, no, no, that's absolutely false. Why did PolitiFact do that? Well, because it's PolitiFact. They're a joke. We call them PolitiFarce on the show. I've never seen a fact-checking site. There, a lot of them screw up constantly, but PolitiFact gets almost everything wrong. It's embarrassing. Uh, here's the uh, ABC 13 story out of Texas. So Ted Cruz is crazy. You can't arrest him. Headline, Texas Supreme Court allows for arrest of Democrats who don't show up to legislature. Folks, it's so easy with these idiots. It's just embarrassing. Block all of these fact checkers on your Facebook page, on your Twitter account. Whenever you see them, just block them. They're a joke. It's a scam. It's a laughable comedy act. Just block these idiots. Whenever they fact check something and deem it false, you can almost be guaranteed it's true. Every time. All right, moving on. I want to waste a lot of time on their stupidity. So Fauci's tyranny, ladies and gentlemen, is growing. 
the man needs to be fired immediately. I want to emphasize before playing this clip about Dr. Fauci. Nobody voted for this guy. No one. He is probably one of the top three, four, or five most powerful people in the country. And how many people voted for this guy? Zero. Donut. No one. Here is Fauci saying, hey, you know, I know you may love the whole Constitution and freedom things, but I don't really care. It's time for mandates because I said so. This guy needs to be fired immediately. Immediately. If, there, if we take over the House in 2022 with real Republicans, not these phony, fake frauds like Cassidy and us, I don't even know when he's up. I got to find that out. If we take over the House in 2022, I want Fauci up weekly in front of congressional committees, and I want answers to everything he did. It's incredible that the guy whose funding mechanisms, when he was over at the infectious disease portion of the NIH, may have financed the creation of one of the world's deadliest super viruses out of the lab, is now a public official telling us how we have to pay with our freedoms for a lab that they may have financed through a funding mechanism he was in charge of. Fire this joker immediately. Here, Fauci. This is very serious business. You would wish that people would see why it's so important to get vaccinated. But you're not going to get mandates centrally from the federal government. But when you're talking about local mandates, mandates for schools, for teachers, for universities, for colleges, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I know people must like to have their individual freedom and not be told to do something. But I think we're in such a serious situation now that under certain circumstances, mandates should be done. Uh, again, how many votes did this guy get? You know, it's funny. I get liberals take shots at me all the time for running for office and not winning. You know, fair enough. I, it's a public office. You're my political opponent. That's what liberals do. Oh, what a loser. I mean, well, funny, most of them never ran themselves, but it's all right. I mean that. It's not like people say it's okay. And I mean, it's okay. It's a public office. But I got, I think, hundreds of thousands of, I don't even know between, oh yeah, between the Senate race too, hundreds of thousands of more votes than Anthony Fauci ever got. Yeah. And yet it's bizarre. Anthony, right? Yeah, Joe, you were there. You were I in saw Maryland. That. Yeah, I you got twice. a lot you of votes. There. Yeah. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, thanks, man. I, yeah, we did. We did okay. And there was, I got more votes than Fauci. And yet it's interesting how Fauci has been anointed somehow the monarch here, the dictator, whatever he may be. Fauci. I know you may like your liberties and freedoms, but I'm going to suggest we do these mandates because I really don't care. The guy got zero votes. Exactly no one has voted for this guy ever. Promoting mandates. Promoting mandates. You think Fauci, who claims to be a scientist and a medical professional, right? I say claims because he has the degrees. That's clear. But he certainly doesn't act like one. He acts like a politician and a failed one at that. He's claiming we should do these mask mandates in school again. I'm listen, I'm not going to go over all the downsides to masking your kids. I covered it at length yesterday in the piece by Dr. Marty McCary in the Wall Street Journal. Please go to yesterday's show on my Rumble account, Apple or whatever it may be. Go there and just watch yesterday's show about all of the issues with masking your kids. Okay, I can't go into it again today because it's long. I wish it weren't, but it is. There's that many problems. But it's incredible that all of those issues with masking your kids have been flushed down the toilet with these fake propagandist scientists like Fauci and others who continue to claim that this thing works. Masking. Here. Found this in the New York Times. This sounds impressive, right, folks? Listen to this headline. We studied one million students. This is what we learned about masking. And they go into this long beginning oh masking works we're sure of it we're scientists this is real you people don't know what you're talking about Fauci's right all this crap they want to tell you about how masking works and then when you read down the piece and you go down hat tip by the way to to a David Zweig who I, I saw this on his social media he pulled this apart you find this fascinating little line in the New York Times piece they studied it in North Carolina, the masking. They were Duke researchers. And they say, quote, because North Carolina had a mask mandate for all K through 12 schools, we could not compare mask schools to unmasked schools. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. Now, Joe, just so we're clear, 
You are not a trained virologist, correct? I know you're very talented in what you do, yeah. but you did not go to school for epidemiology. Okay, thank you. Um, but neither Joe nor I is, are stupid. I actually did go to school for science-y stuff. I don't cite academic credentials <laughs> often because what's the golden rule? Anyone who does that is typically a moron. So we'll leave that out. But I'm quite familiar with the scientific method. Propose a hypothesis, test the hypothesis, retest it, try to replicate. Not complicated. And one of the key components and tenets of the scientific method and scientific process is when you're going to compare a treatment to something, you compare it to a control group. Folks, I, listen, I know the conservatives are like, Dan, we get this, we're smart. I know, but there are some liberals listening, especially Media Matters. These are very, I'm not kidding, they are very stupid people. That's why they were journalists in college, because they couldn't hack it in any science or anything. They don't know what the scientific method is. The reason you use a control group in an experiment, masks versus unmasks, which these alleged scientists from Duke didn't do, the reason you do that is because you're not sure where the effect came from. Liberals are like, well, what do you mean? Huh? So let's just say you're issuing a drug. You're going to give out a drug as a treatment for whatever, disease X. And let's say you give it to 100 people and three people taking this new substance, three people for this disease get better out of 100. There's no control group. You may say, gosh, it works. Three people were miraculously healed. Drug X works. This is great. Any, any scientist, any, I'm not even talking about doctors of philosophy. I'm talking about people in the first year of high school will say, wait, well, how do you know that affects from the drug? Placebo is very real, the placebo effect. Well, the way you know that, and the reason that study would be laughed out of an eighth grade textbook, a third grade textbook, is because any sensible kid would say, well, typically what you do is you create a control group where you give that group a placebo, a pill that looks exactly like the drug, but the pill's just sugar or whatever. There's no bioactive compound in it at all outside of, say, a sugar pill, but it looks like the other one. You give it to 100 people in a control group, randomly selected. I know, liberals, this is a lot. I get it. I know you're, like, foaming at the mouth right now. I understand. But just try to deal with it for a second. So you give the sugar pill. I know they're scratching their heads in disbelief. They can't believe, like, science and stuff. You give the sugar pill to 100 people randomly selected for the control group. And you know what happens a lot? Even though it's a sugar pill and not an actual drug, magically, about three to four people typically get better anyway. Because they think they're getting a drug and the placebo effect is very powerful. So now you have three people in the drug group and three people in the placebo group who both got better. You can reasonably assume the drug didn't do anything. But you wouldn't know that if you didn't have a control group, which go back to the uh, New York Times, please. The New York Times. Because North Carolina had a mask mandate for all of K through 12 schools, we cannot compare mask schools to unmasked schools. These are actual scientists. Who put this in a paper? They put this in a major paper, the New York Times. They did it incredibly with no sense of embarrassment. None. And other scientists like Fauci are like, <laughs> math luck. North Carolina said so. Do you realize how dumb these people are? That you know what? They and they look at you like you're idiots. The North Carolina study was conclusive. Do you have a control group? No. So how do you know it worked? Ah, we didn't. We just think you're morons. Even worse, hat tip Phil Kerpen, who, by the way, is a must-follow on social media. K-E-R-P-E-N. Phil, common spelling. If you're not following him on coronavirus and Steve Dace, two of them, and, and uh, Alex Berenson, you're making a huge mistake. They are some of the few people out there putting out actual facts. Here's from Phil Kirpin's social media feed on Twitter. He's like, you know, it's interesting that this New York Times study with no control group, which is laughably stupid. He said, I actually pulled some research on student masking. I have the link in my newsletter if you want the actual study to give to your school boards. It's there. It says under my, if you want to get to it, it's go to Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's in my newsletter today. And it says literally the study discussed in the show today with the link. It's right there. Here it is. Here's a screenshot from the study. Amazingly, as Phil Kirpin points out, this is an actual study based on survey data of schools with no masks required, you know, a control group. 
Community surveys are a little different. They're not randomly assigned, but it's still more robust than this ridiculous New York Times Duke thing. So they have it broken down. Schools with no mask requirement, mask requirements. Look at the infection rates. Oh my gosh, that's kind of weird. Looks like the schools with mask requirements had more reported infections. Oh, that's, that's really strange. Huh. Transmission rates were higher. Gosh, that's getting goosebumps when the science hits you, huh? But don't worry, keep listening to Dr. Fauci, who garnered exactly zero votes over his 762 years of public service. Keep listening to these people. Keep listening. You go ahead. The liberals. Oh, God, science. Science. Explain to me, liberals, what science is. Right, science. People are, we live with idiots. We live with idiots. And what's bothersome about the idiots is they really think you're dumb enough to believe their idiocy. Here's one more before I get to the next stuff and uh, my last sponsor. I got more ahead also. The CDC, again, promoting misinformation, the CDC right here, reporting false data and getting busted again. Red State, story up in the newsletter by Bonchi. CDC reports false COVID data for Florida and leaves major questions. This is the CDC. These people are a total embarrassment. They're trying to make Florida look bad. So what they do? Florida, record infections. On Sunday, record infections. Really? Well, as the Florida Department of Health pointed out with their 28,000, CDC says, Florida, you're all going to die. 28,000 new cases on Sunday. Well, the Florida Department of Health rapidly pointed out that the number of cases released for Florida is incorrect. They combined multiple days into one. We anticipate the CDC will correct the record. Of course they won't, folks. Of course they won't correct the record. They have no interest in correcting the record. Again, these are the same people who can't do a control group, can't read the mass data, can't even do basic math. It's not that they're dumb. They think you're dumb. Right, you would. He makes a good point with fake book and all their, we got to go after misinformation. Where, Of course, where are the fact checkers? who just get totally owned every time they open their mouth. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found at all. The Florida data is out there for anyone to see. Can you do math? Are you people in the CDC really this stupid? Again, no. They think you're stupid. Folks, one thing before I get to my final spot. I mean this. This is a very serious moment. I'm not kidding here. You know, I know we can be sarcastic. Sometimes maybe too much so. It's really a shame that you have to come here into other conservative podcasts every day to get the truth. It is. It is. It's a shame, Dan. We love your show. I love my show. I love that you're here. But it's really a shame. I'd give this show up in a minute tomorrow if we had truth tellers out there. And hopefully, you know, you know, you never need it. Or maybe you come here and we could talk about weightlifting and grappling and sports that don't hate America and stuff like that. That'd be a great day. Do kind of a fun, like, morning zoo show once in a while. Remember, Joe? Remember Rough Cuts we used to do? That was fun, right? Oh, yeah. We used to do shows around the holidays. Yeah. And nothing to do with politics. Joe and I have a blast. We talk about kettlebells, yeah. grappling, what it was like in police work, personal stories, how I met Joe. We, those were fun. Fun. I really wish we could do a show like that. But we have to spend our entire day correcting misinformation from legions of idiots who live in a vacuum of stupid that run this country right now. And they're fake Republican brethren. They're fake rhino buddies that make it all happen. It's disgusting. All right, coming up. Subway, big trouble. And I'm not talking about the New York City tunnels. Don't miss that story. Hey, your customers, they've grown to expect a simpler way of doing business. We had a lot of things that happened last year. There were a lot of crises that happened last year. Everybody needed things on demand. It was just a very, very bad year for everyone. That's why more than 90,000 local businesses of all uh, sizes They've turned to Podium. They've turned to Podium to make it easier to communicate with their clients. It's, it, it, it's the best platform out there. Whether you have one location or a thousand, Podium can help you stay ahead. Podium makes doing business as easy as sending a text. A lot of these people, folks right now, a lot of folks, a lot of you, me, you know, text, that's the way to go. Candidly, I don't even read a lot of emails anymore. You send them, we read them, we try to get them, but it's hard. Texts are easy. You get them right to your phone. When a text gets open, business gets done. All your employees can text from a single inbox from Podium, offering a smoother experience for your customers. Answering questions, send a text. Collecting reviews, scheduling appointments or deliveries, send a text. 
It's an on-demand world. Payment collection, just send a text. Local service professionals keep clients longer and collected payments faster. A dentist in New York City had a million dollars in overdue collections. He sent everyone a text payment request. He collected $700,000 in two weeks. Talk about a return on your money. Car dealerships are selling more cars by offering text messaging. A dealer just sold a $50,000 truck in four text messages. Dealerships are running profitable service centers with easier appointment scheduling and reminders. Today's customers expect on-demand everything, even from local businesses. That's just the way it is. I wish it were easier, but it's not. Everything's on-demand. Stay ahead of the competition, your competition, with Podium. They have free plans for growing businesses, plus all the power growing businesses need to scale. Get started free today at Podium, P-O-D-I-U-M dot com slash Bongino. That's Podium.com slash Bongino. Podium.com slash Bongino. Don't wait. Don't let your competitors get ahead up. Thanks, Podium. We appreciate it. All right. Subway, again, not talking about the tunnels in New York City. Subway's got a problem on its hands. You know, years ago, I was a big believer that boycotts were silly. I thought we were functioning in a regular economy where people should make decisions based on value-added products. <laughs> I was mistaken. And when I'm mistaken, I'm happy to let you know. Oh, by the way, I have to throw it out there as well. Because, again, this show, we make mistakes. I said to you, I think on my Fox show, was it? I'm pretty sure it was on Unfiltered. I didn't think anything was going to happen to Cuomo because Cuomo's a protected class, a Democrat. Oof, man, got that one wrong. Didn't realize that the other Democrats who are a protected class deemed him a worse Democrat than those Democrats and decided to throw the Democrat Democrat over, overboard. <laughs> Nelson Munt's time. Little did I know. I'm not mistaken about this, however. We have to impose real material losses on our opponents. I cannot say this enough. I was mistaken years ago about boycotts. I thought that the left would understand over time that principles meant they don't. Folks, I am now a fully in the court of the, I believe, Michael Anton approach. I think it was his article. You must impose material losses on your opponents. Can't say it enough. It's happening right now. Legal insurrection. Mary Chastain. Subway, you know, the sandwich joint? Subway franchisees are tired of Megan Rapino as customers, and they're boycotting the restaurant. Excuse me, tired of Megan Rapino as customers boycott the restaurant. <laughs> It emphasis matters. Megan Rapino, you know her, the kneeler? You know, U.S. women's soccer disgraces the country, disgraces the flag, craps all over our anthem all the time. You know, purple hair. Well, purple hair supposedly represents the United States. She doesn't represent me at all. I said about the U.S. women's soccer team, I don't care at all. I didn't care if they won, didn't care if they lost. They did lose, which is unsurprising because they spend so much time kneeling in front of the national anthem, not enough time winning games. They chose to represent the United States. I didn't force them to do it and went there and disgraced the United States in front of an international audience. So win, lose, don't care one bit. Zero interest in you, your future. But Subway, for some bizarre reason, the sandwich joint, which years ago I used to like, Subway decided to be a good idea to put Megan Rapino in commercials. So we have 330 million Americans, I would gather that about 180 million or more really love this country, want a great country for their kids and are proud of it, despite our mistakes. And you think putting a person who can't stand the country, kneels in front of our national anthem, and takes every opportunity to crap all over the country, you think that's a good spokesperson for your practice? That's a good idea. That's a really good, brilliant, brilliant by somebody. The sad part is a lot of Subway franchisees, some of whom I know, by the way, are very nice people and love this country. They're disgusted by this. Rapino needs to be out on Subway immediately, immediately. And Subway franchisees out there, I'm sorry. It's up to you. She has to go. We will not be eating Subway until Megan Rapino is gone. Real material losses. They want to boycott us. We can pay back the favor. And then we can get to a point, hopefully in the future, where economic boycotts based on politics are deemed verboten. That's the place I'd like to be. Because candidly, folks, boycotts are stupid. They're inefficient and they're dumb. But the hard reality is they work. And all that matters right now is what works. <clears throat> Speaking of imposing losses, it is time to impeach Joe Biden as well. I addressed it yesterday. I don't want to beat this dead horse. But it's time to impeach Joe Biden now, 
It will send a message. Yes, I know we'll be stuck with Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris and her donors will have gotten the message. Will they change? Probably not. But they will understand that impeachment's on the table for them, too. Why do you think the Democrats impeach Trump? Because they know they imposed real losses on him. Joe Biden will be preoccupied with this impeachment. He has clearly obstructed justice on the evictions and taking over private property rights. He has clearly obstructed justice by preventing the border from being enforced. It's a clear-cut case of impeachment, period. Joe Biden must be impeached. Now, real losses must be imposed. Here. You doubt that it's going to get worse? If we don't impeach this guy, as soon as we take over in 2022 and get rid of the rhinos, you will see more tyranny from this guy. This is almost, you think this was a joke. New York Post, again, in the newsletter. Joe Biden checking to see if he can overrule the states and order universal masks in school. Listen to me. I sound like my father. Listen to me. He actually wasn't that strict. I don't want to be rude. Listen to me, Daniel. Very nice. My father, you know, never cracked me that one time. You know, not once. The whole corporal put my mom a couple times. Yeah, but not my dad. Never. It just it was always appreciated that because that hurts. New York Post from the article. Joe Biden fully understands he has no power at all to impose a national mask mandate. None. None. They've told him this. And what did he say? Quote, I don't believe I have the power thus far. So he acknowledges it. Biden told reporters during an event in the East Room of the White House. But we're checking on that. This is hilarious. Tragically hilarious. You get this guy in the White House. It, it absolute cognitive impairment, doesn't even know his name, doesn't even know where he's going in the White House, walks into bushes, right? Has no idea where he's going. Admits now multiple times he has no power to do stuff, does it anyway. And you have these fake rhino Republicans, oh, we can't impeach him, oh, impeach him over. Impeach him over. The guy has totally obstructed justice and violated the tenets of his office. What else do you need? So it's not just that he wants to impose a mask mandate, he recognizes fully he has no authority to impose. He also wants to take over your private property. If you are a landlord and own property, Joe Biden has said, I am now the king and I own your property and I'm going to tell you what to do with it. No, no, that's exactly what he said. Joe Biden was told by the Supreme Court, you cannot prevent landlords from evicting tenants who don't pay. It's their property. The Supreme Court was crystal clear. There is no authority for you to do that. Here's how Joe Biden responded. Hat tip to Joe cleaning up this audio here. On the eviction moratorium, saying, yeah, basically, I know the Supreme Court said I can't do it, but we'll do it anyway. Check this out. Here's the deal. I can't guarantee you the court won't rule if we don't have that authority. But at least we'll have the ability, to, if we have to appeal, to keep this going for a month. At least. I hope longer. Do you hear this guy? Is this a joke? The Supreme Court has already ruled. You can't do it. You have no power. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it anyway, though. We're just buying time. That's the president of the United States. That's the him and Fauci running the whole country, joint monarchs sitting up there with their scepters and their crowns. Here's uh, Peppermint Patty up at the uh, Brady press room, who again, she's not dumb. She talks to you like you're dumb. She says, "Well, even though the moratorium on evictions was ruled totally unconstitutional, and Biden can't do it. This one's different because it only involves." 85% of the country in areas in high infection. But that's not what the Supreme Court said. The Supreme Court said nothing about the areas that were impacted by the eviction moratorium. It said there's no power to enact an eviction moratorium. But here's Peppermint Patty again, pretending you're dumb, trying to claim it's all about the numbers and how many counties and places are affected. Check this out. This is different in that it is more targeted. Uh, it is focused on counties with higher substantial case rates uh, uh, to protect renters. And, and CDC ultimately decided, decided to adopt it. I would also note that the conditions have changed. Uh, the rise of the Delta variant, especially in communities where there are large numbers of unvaccinated individuals, where there are growing case numbers, uh, is certainly something that has raised the alarm for us. It has raised the alarm for members of Congress. And it has certainly uh, added to the need to to take this additional she's just making that up the supreme court said nothing whatsoever about the numbers the percentage of counties that would be affected by an eviction moratorium they said in no uncertain terms 
This is a usurpation of power issue. The president has no authority to tell a landlord what to do with his property. None. It doesn't matter where he said it or how many counties. That's not what they said. You think Peppermint Patty's dumb? Again, no, she thinks you're dumb. And nobody in the media room, given, I mean, really given massages to the left all the time, had any guts to say, hey, Peppermint, question. That's not what the Supreme Court said. They said you just don't have the power to do it. It doesn't matter where you do it or how many counties. Nobody. Nobody. You would think the Pointer Institute, PolitiFact, would jump in there. They're too busy correcting Ted Cruz for, <laughs> for something they got totally nailed on. Idiots. All right. I have more to get to, but I, I can't get to it today. I'm going to get to it on the radio show. Uh, don't miss the radio show. We get a radio host from Louisiana coming on, uh, Bill Cassidy. It's not going to be a good day for him. I'm tired of these rhinos. Thanks a lot. Please go to my Rumble account. Start submitting questions for the Friday Ask Dan segment. Go to rumble.com slash Bongino. It's free. Click subscribe. We're almost at 2 million subscribers. You can watch a video version of my show there and comment under any video this week. A question you have for the show, we'll include it on Friday if we can. Thanks for tuning in. See you on the radio show. You just heard Dan Bongino.